Fallout's a big one, man. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, man. That's hilarious. That's classic. That's good content. I'll get yeah. the camera out too, man. Record, yeah. film it. Oh, oh you ready for this light intro music, man? It's pretty oh, yeah. cool. G'day guys and welcome to another episode of Straight to the Source with me, your host, Source Wagner. Episode number 12 coming up for you. Uh, a little bit late, obviously. Apologies for that. Um, yeah, for, yeah, fuck well. Life just got pretty busy in the last couple of weeks. Wrapping up work for the year, doing a training course and footy's, tra- well, footy's kicked off again. Um, so something needed to give and I guess I made that pretty tough decision to postpone the episode, which is a bit frustrating because consistency is key, as I've said in that uh, sort of post I did on my Instagram. So apologies for fucking you guys around. I really am, yeah, really sad about that. But hey, here I am, Monday morning for you guys. So it's Sunday right now, so I'm talking to you from the past. Um, don't have any hot tips for you, man, but I feel like a bit of Michael J. Fox fucking back to the future. Um, so I hope you're all having a wicked Monday. I hope you all had a great weekend. Uh, I certainly did. Did uh, the run club yesterday, so just wanted to give a massive shout-out to the crew that came down to Henley Beach for the second edition of the Straight to the Source Run Club. It was honestly a fucking beautiful morning down Henley and such a great little run, Henley to Grange and back and then followed that up with a with a morning coffee at a great little spot called the Local Canteen. So just back from uh, the main drag of Henley, or Henley Square there. Unreal spot, great aesthetic, great vibe, sitting in the sun. So be sure to check that spot out this summer, guys. Awesome coffee. It was absolutely fantastic. And then also I want to give a huge shout-out to Yoey, Billy, Melissa and Aiden. Uh, back home in Port Lincoln, who organised an Air Peninsula edition of the Run Club. Oh, that's seriously amazing stuff. Extremely grateful for you all for you know getting together in support of the cause of just you know getting moving, um, building a little community, and and you know just having yarns and catching up. That's really really special, guys. So I'm really grateful for you guys all doing that. I hope you had a really good time, and yeah, hopefully you do that again when we do the next Run Club and more people can get involved and just you know try something different, something new. Now on to our guest for episode number twelve. Really excited to have this person come on the show, someone I've known for my entire life. Uh, they're such an important person in my life as well. Um, he's been right by my side through some amazing times, but also some really tough times as well. Uh, and this lad's always up for a good time. Fucking absolutely love him. Love when he comes home. Well, comes to Adelaide, sorry. And he's been kind enough to fly, fly all the way in from Sydney for this episode. I'm not sure he had anything else on this week, and I think it's just here. He's just here for the podcast. Is that right, man? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Nothing else happened. <laughs> but um, welcome to my best mate, Sammy Pedler. Hello, mate. How you going? I'm good, mate. How are you? That's usually where you say g'day. Yeah, th- thanks for having me on. <laughs> it's a good start. Mate, my pleasure. First question for you, mate. It's a big one. I know you're a huge fan of the show, so you probably know what I'm going to ask you here. But yep. Uh, yep. do you keep your sauce in the cupboard or the fridge? Cupboard. You're a cupboard man. Cupboard. White cupboard. It just makes sense. It just makes sense. You buy it off the shelf. Yeah. Um, so you store it in the cupboard. Mate, that's a perfect answer, mate. You're absolutely right. You bang on. Uh, how's your week been so far, mate? Pretty hectic. <coughs> Got down here last Saturday and um, been pretty busy with family. Yep. Had a Bucks party on Saturday night. Whew. So that was good fun. Unreal. With the boys. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, just... Week filled up with family stuff, caught up with a few friends, caught up with you for a coffee. Yep. Um, yep. And had my sister's wedding on Friday. Oh, so that's why you flew to Adelaide. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought it was just for this podcast. Well, man. this came first, then that was, you know. The, that just happened to be on the same time. Other reason, yeah. Two birds, one stone sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Love that, mate. That's awesome. Uh, what about your weekend, mate? Was it all right? Yeah. Um, we had a uh, pretty big day yesterday. It was like a recovery with all the family. So that was good fun. Went yep. to the Warradale Hotel. Oh, nice. Won some money on the pokies. Oh, on the Bricky's laptop. Yep. So I'm happy with that. Paid for my flights. Oh, how good's that? Yeah. Unreal. Maybe we'd go back down there later or something. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll, slap a pineapple we'll, through. We'll load up the machine that we loaded up yesterday. How's it's that bound sound? to pay out. That's yeah. how it works. Exactly. That's how they work, man. Yeah. Um, no, awesome, mate. Well, fantastic. So, well, great that you've uh, given up some of your time. I know you were meant to do this episode last Tuesday, I think it was. Well, it was actually last Monday, wasn't yeah. it? And then I was like, oh, don't worry, we'll do it tomorrow, man. Because I, I was busy. And I slept in on Tuesday. Yeah, you did. And uh, you were busy playing Harry Potter. Yeah, I was, man. So, yeah, <laughs> I was yeah, I was flat out, actually. Yeah, so Nerding out. Fucking oath, it's a great game. But, yeah, then yeah, then I fucked up with the mic cable. And, yeah, sorry to stuff you around there, mate. That's but all good. 
glad to be finally getting it done. So, well, look, mate, yeah, as I said, great for you to be on the show. Obviously, you know, you're one that always messages me every week or every sort of fortnight when I do another guest episode, and you're always really supportive and saying how like, you actually think they're really good. Yeah. So that's thank I'm grateful for that. So you're obviously understanding of sort of the, how the show runs and how I sort of structure that. So I first like to sort of start out talking about how we how we met in life. And as I said, I've known you my entire life, so no doubt we met in our hometown of Paul Lincoln. We did. Yep. At, at St. Joseph's School. St. Joe's, the old penguin prison as they yeah. called it. Yep. yep, good times back then. Um, I can't remember. Did I? So, did you always start? You always did school at St. Joe's. Yeah. So I started there in reception. Right. And then in grade two, we moved on. Well, I start. I think I started grade two at a different school. We moved away. Right. And then um, we were there for nearly two years, and then we moved back to Lincoln, and I was there from you know grade four. Yep. And onwards. That's because I was just trying to remember because I think I was in an older class. When I first started school with like, yeah. you know, Ashley and all that sort of crew. Because they also had like split, like with some years you'd have five and sixes mm. in the same yep. classroom. Yep. And then um, I did the same thing, moved away and then, because I was just trying to think back and I remember like the reception year one days. So I, I, that's a long time ago, I so I can't remember much of that. I don't remember them at all. Yeah, nah. Um, but then when I come back to Lincoln after living in Clare, yep. that's when I sort of, we bonded quite well, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know what was that like year five, six sort of yeah. sort of age levels and stuff like that. Yeah. It just kicked off from there, mate. Yeah. Um. So, have you always sort of grown up in Port Lincoln? Yeah. Well, I was actually born in a small town called Barmera. Ooh. Which is in the Riverland. Ooh, River Boy. Yeah. The River Boys. <laughs> yeah. You're part of the gang, man. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't fuck with us. Oh, sorry, man. And um, and we lived in a little town called Love Day. Yeah. Right. Till I was about two, and we moved to Lincoln. Mum and Dad are originally from. Dad's from Cummins, mum's from Tummy Bay. Yep. So they moved over there when I was, you know, just before I was born because dad was chasing work and chasing football. He was mm-hmm. quite a good footballer. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? And um, yeah, so moved back to Lincoln and um, then we end up, dad got a job offer back there at that age when I was in grade two or whatever it was. Yeah. We went back there for a little bit and then, yeah, came back to Lincoln and finished my schooling. Unreal, mate. And then also you mentioned mum and dad, Butch and Jenny. Yep. Just, uh, I fucking love Butch and Jenny. They're good. I'd need to thank more of an to go, mate, do you reckon they'd like having around for dinners and stuff? Yeah, mum loves cooking, eh? So <laughs> Pretty sure every time I've gone around there when you're here, she's like, you got to come around. And I never do. Yeah, no. Nah, I'll just rock up there one day. She'd love to cook you a meal. <laughs> oh, so uh, so mum and dad, Butch, Jenny, siblings, obviously sisters just got married. Yeah, I've got an older sister, Holly. Shout out, Holly. Yeah. Congratulations Unreal. on the wedding. Yeah, what well on Holly. Holly and Tim. Fucking fantastic. Was it a good wedding? It was great. Unreal? Yeah. Good spot? Yeah, we uh, at Glenyuan Estate. Yeah. So it was really nice down there. Beautiful. A few frothies. Lots. A bit of champagne. Champagne. Uh, I don't drink champagne. Oh, you don't, mate. I uh, love it. I, well, I never used to drink it until it would have been a wedding, I think, last year. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah it's, I love it now. Yeah, no, I can't drink it. Really, man? Nah. Love like shaking the bottle up and shit, we, and then spraying people. There was a few bottle sprays, <laughs> just so. getting real out of hand. Yeah. Like, all right, just calm down, mate. You're at a funeral. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. Tell, talk to us. Or tell us about sort of life growing up. So, what was that like for you as a young fella? Really playing good. footy, sort of things like that. I don't know. Did you follow in your dad's footsteps at that young age? I tried to live up to dad's uh, football <laughs> career, but I just was not as good as my old pretty man. Hard, yeah, well, pretty hard because he's yeah. fucking good. Yeah. Um, yeah, growing up was good. Obviously, growing up in small country towns, you get a good um, upbringing, I think. Mm. And uh, so, you know, always out doing something outdoors. We had a boat for a while, so me and dad did a lot of fishing. Oh, no way. Yeah. Yeah, right. Just drop a line in? Yeah. Like, when was the last time you went fishing? Oh, probably, I don't know. When I was living in Lincoln would have been the last time. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that would have been probably 10 years ago or something. Man, I I haven't been fishing for ages. I'd love to go fishing again, but I hate getting stinky hands, eh? Remember that time I caught a fish off the pontoon at your place? (laughs) (laughs) And then it it jumped back in the water and we got it on the pontoon? (laughs) Oh man, those are the days, eh? Yeah, that was funny. Just hanging out after school, yeah. uh, all like after we'd finished school as yeah. the unemployed gang. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was well, speaking of school, St. Joe's yep. and such. What uh, you know? What was school day or school life like for you, mate? Good fun, bad time. Like, tell me about it. Um, I enjoyed school. 
mostly for the social aspect, I guess. Yeah. Yep. There was a few classes I despised, so I just wouldn't even bother. Oh, which ones, man? Uh, probably science and... Oh, science was good, man. Mrs. Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> she was great. Don't get me started on her. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, school was good. And um, I didn't know what I wanted to do in life. So mm. I stuck it out to year 12. And obviously, uh, I wasn't too good at school. So I became a trainee. Nah, but, yeah, school was fucking, like, social. We had a lot of fun. We had so much fun, man. So good. And then, like, parties on the weekend and stuff like that. Just yeah. fucking, I remember one time, speaking of that teacher we just mentioned, Remember one time when I, I had a party at my house and I know what you're about to say. <laughs> just open up like my pantry and there's a rose bush in there, like a full size rose bush. It was your mum that opened the pantry. Yeah. She's like, What the fuck is this? And someone had gone to the teacher's house and ripped a full rose bush out. But she had cameras. Yeah, and I got pulled into Clut onto the principal's office and, the next day. And they're like, We know it was you, was but like, like we can't prove it was you. It wasn't me, man. It was like, yeah, it was at my house, but it's not it wasn't me. <laughs> Oh man, oh, that was bad. just getting up to shit, man. Yeah. Love that stuff. Um, what about through school? Like, because you said you weren't, you weren't that, you didn't love it. Like in terms of the schooling stuff, yeah. was there any like lessons you said you might have enjoyed? Like, if you're a trader now, like it was like tech class. Yeah. What about music as well? Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I love doing music, so um, music was always good in school. Mm. Um, yeah, in tech, um, also photography for a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, business studies, I enjoyed that. Yeah, right. And um, I actually did a year of home ec, which I loved because we were just cooking food and eating food, yeah. so that was easy. Actually, that was good, eh? I yeah. remember I knitted a – well, not knitted, I stitched a, a pillow one day. Nice. That was cool. Yeah. Learned how to make an omelette in home ec. I still make the fucking sickest omelette <laughs> too be, because I of that. You do. So that's like <laughs> – didn't they say, oh, I'll use nothing from school? I don't use anything from maths, but home ec, man. Yeah. yeah fucking home. Yeah. I could, uh, I could know, stitch you a bloody pillow and make you an omelette. So you don't know how to find X, Y, and Z. On, nah. on a triangle, mate. Nah, mate. You would know how to do that. Yeah. You have to for your job. Yeah. Is that what do they call that? The Pythagoras theorem. Hypotenuse. Oh, the hypo. I think. I don't know. <laughs> You're telling me, mate. Well, I don't use the terms. I just figure it out. You just whip it out at work. Oh, boys, I figured out the hypotenuse but, over here. But I do have an app on my phone where you just punch in all the numbers and it tells you. Do you remember when the teachers would say when you weren't listening, like, you guys got to shut up and listen to this. You won't be able to just walk around with a calculator and yeah. like in your pocket. I'm like, well, jokes on you. Yeah, because that was before iPhones and phones with ca- uh, calculators came out on them. So. Fuck, showing our age here, eh? Yeah. Love that, though. I was so old. Fuck. Yeah, I look at the kids these days and they're just... Um, all their work's on a laptop, they're always yep. on their phones, stuff like that. We actually had to write. We had textbooks. Yeah. We had to write in. Yeah. And then yep. the older generation before that, they had to, like, fucking engrave it on a stone and shit like that. <laughs> like mum and dad. <laughs> and I had to walk, like, 20 kilometres oh, to school. Oh, man. <laughs> used to cop that all the time. Like, I wouldn't want to go to school. Mum's like, I used to have to fucking walk... <laughs> 32 miles to get to school. I was like, Mum, you lived like, Apparently. you lived in Cow. It was like fucking 10 minutes down the road. Apparently, all our parents had to walk a long distance to school. Like, and now, like, did they not have, like, it's like 40 years ago, you had cars. Or a horse and car. Like, what the fuck, man? Bit of carry on. Um, yeah, we're talking about post school and such like that. Um, so, you finished year 12, you didn't know what your plans were. Yeah. So, um, me, oh. and, me and Northy actually got a job on an oyster farm up in Smoky Bay. And we did that for a season, so mm. that was good fun. Yep. And then I went back working at um, Vitera at the grain silos, did that for a while. And um, I was I was doing pretty well then, um, got a full-time job. And uh, then I got offered an apprenticeship and I thought it's probably for the long run better yep. to do and don't regret it at all. Mm. It was, uh, yeah, work was paid off. Yeah, absolutely. What was the... Um Man, that would have been good fun going up to Smoky Bay to work yeah, in Northie. Yeah. That would have been a vibe. It, it was fun because the, the guy that had the oyster lease, he was a legend. What uh, was his name again? Uh, Judd Evans. Yep. Shout out. Uh, I think it's Kiwi Oysters. Yeah, right. Unreal. Um, So he got two caravans. He built a shed yeah. and put two caravans in it. And me and Northie had a caravan <laughs> each in this shed. Fuck. How old were you? 18, 19? Yeah. yeah. That's like... That would be honestly, I can think of that as such a vibe. Yeah. Thanks for inviting me. I appreciate it, man. Like, you know, come up there. Like. You wouldn't have come up there. <laughs> no, nah, I would not. No, nah. oh, no. <laughs> because it was also footy season as well. So we played for the Wirral of Bombers for a bit. <laughs> Fuck. So that was, you know, every Saturday night, it would be an absolute party wherever we were because that's all there is to do up there. Yeah, just footy, drink, yeah. party, yeah. hang out and fucking. Good people. Catch oysters or farm oysters. Yeah. Harvest them? What do you do? Uh, harvest them, don't you? Well, yeah, you sort of farm them and yeah. let them grow and bring them in and, yeah. 
There you go, man. This fucking episode, this, this is turning into sort of like an aquaculture yeah. podcast. Yeah. This one, man, you've done it. You've done it all, haven't you? What was the um, <laughs> working at Viterra? Yeah. Fucking hell. That was another like sort of thing where you had another crew where you went and lived up at fucking yeah, in Cummins. There was five of us in a three bedroom house <laughs> with no furniture, mattresses on the floor. <laughs> we we had a uh, we had an old couch in mum and dad's shed that we took up there and that just didn't what well, didn't I think it made it into the house once. Other than that, it was out on the back patio <laughs> and we just used to drink every night, party <laughs> and like people like people would just rock up to our house. <laughs> And like so, it would happen all the time, and um, yeah. So it was always just a party house, but that was good. Hurry oh, yeah, up, mate! So you've lived it all, just coming out of school, mate. Yeah, I reckon that's the dream. Like, if there's any kids listening out here, well, it's a bit harder in the city, but like out in the country, yeah. like just get your mates together and just yeah. go like work somewhere for like yeah. a, for a season or whatever. Yeah, don't if you're not going to do a gap year or whatever, but like don't stress about jumping into something right away mm. have a bit of fun fucking oath absolutely learn some lessons about life all yeah. that sort of stuff yeah do you remember when so i think it was just fresh out of school you graduated and i think there was a period there where neither man you had jobs what was like the unemployed gang yeah <laughs> and i'd just come around and sit at your house all day oh. watch like v channel v yeah. <laughs> Remember when they had the thing where you could text yeah. and it would come up on the screen yeah. and we would just write and we figured out you could they weren't obviously filtering the messages and we were just writing whatever we wanted and it was just popping up on the TV. It was like we were so stoked when it would pop up. You could literally write whatever you wanted yeah. then and they'd put it on there. And then like it was just me and you sitting there just losing our shit, like, oh bro, that's you. <laughs> Thinking we were so cool. Simply entertained. We just do that for eight hours a day. But then I remember one time you you rocked up to my place in the morning, you picked me up and dad's like, what are you doing? And I had like a bag full of grog and he's like, what are you guys doing? I'm like, I oh, know, we're just going drinking. It's like <laughs> nine o'clock in the morning. We went back to your place and just drank all day Fuck and we, yeah. we couldn't wait for everyone to knock off work so they could come and drink with us. <laughs> it was like a Friday. Absolute scumbags, <laughs> eh? We just cooked a barbecue and we were just like out the front. I think we went for a swim as well. Oh, oh man, fucking hell. Yeah, wish we could go back to those days. Yeah, no, no, literally no problems no. at all, no issues, just living the life, man. Oh, mate, and then, well, unfortunately, then you had to go and get a proper job. Yeah. So you started your apprenticeship. What was that in? Carpentry. Carpentry. Yep. Chippy. Yep. Unreal. Yeah. What? Um, where'd you start that to? What? Uh, uh, Cookabar Homes. Oh yeah, just the old um on the train track homes, sort yep. of things, yep. pumping them out on the transportables. That's the ones. Yep. Yep. But um, uh, what was really good about that job? Um. Because we had uh, government contracts for housing. Mm-hmm. So I went and worked away in the APY lands for oh, a few years, mm-hmm. sort of doing two weeks on, one week off. So that was quite an eye-opening experience. Yep. Um, but yeah, that was good as well. Yeah. So how old were you when you did that? About 19? Yeah. 19, 20? Yep. Um, fucking yeah. That's, yeah, out of the middle of nowhere. What, yeah. was, what was the sort of things that, you know things you sort of learnt from that time in your life just going and doing something away from family and all that yeah i guess um it's sort of you're sort of doing you fix you're fixing and repairing things up there it wasn't new builds or yep. anything like that um but i don't know i guess you just sort of learnt um you know because you're you're living with a group of guys but you sort of you know i've just lived at mum at mum and dad's and mm. You know, do your own washing or your own cooking or your own clean. You got to be a bit more responsible and yep. think of other people that are around you. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone that was working away with us, we we're all sweet. We all got along. So yep, yeah. Something you'd recommend to other people just to give it a go and like just do something where you just yeah. get out of your comfort zone. I guess. Hey, yeah. Throw yourself in the deep end. Yep. Um. Yeah. What was the some challenges of that though? No um, doubt. Yeah. Well, the first the first uh, community that I ever worked on. Um, it had no phone, no internet, uh, like no TV. So you're up there and you just had no idea what was going on in the real world, but it was so refreshing. And on my week back, I would come back and I wouldn't even be interested in looking at the news or really know what's going on because mm-hmm. um, I'd be catching up with friends and family in that time off. Um, so that that's quite refreshing. Yeah, well, yeah. that would... Um yeah, that's something that we probably all need to do right now. Mm. I'm addicted to my phone, yeah. the internet and everything. Yeah. I go crazy on it. Yeah, It's pretty fucked. My yeah. screen time's insane at the moment. Yeah. That's literally... And then I work on a laptop. Yeah. 
have a work phone, which I use, and then have a personal phone. Yep. Just glued to it nonstop. Yep. Pretty fucked. But yeah. it's a handy little tool, as I said before. It's got your calculator on it, it's got your high pot newses and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, you mentioned briefly as well um, music. Yeah. So were you always sort of musically inclined, like you loved that? Yeah, so... Where did that inspiration come from? So uh, a lot of my older cousins, they're very... Like, they were really into me. Like, so they're probably... Uh, a lot of them would be 10 plus years older than me. So growing up as a kid, especially during school holidays, they would always be babysitting me and my sister and, you know, they played either piano or guitar or drums or, you know. Um, so I think it was my 11th birthday, mum and dad bought me a guitar or it might have been a Christmas present either or. And, um, yeah, I just started doing guitar lessons and, yeah, loved it. Um, and, yeah, I guess just always being around it growing up. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, you know, it was always a part of our lives. Yeah. Can you still play? I haven't played guitar in a few, oh, probably a couple of years now. Yeah, right. Do you have one at home? Um, I've got a guitar at my sister's place. Yep. And I think my other guitars are in storage down in Port Lincoln. Yeah, we're okay. At mum and, mum and, with mum and dad's stuff. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, yeah, I remember the guitar. Where, where did you do your guitar lessons? Was that the same? At that house Near the high school. Yeah, fuck, what was it called again? I can't even remember. Can you remember it? Nah. Fuck, yeah, I used to go there every, I think, Tuesday afternoon with Yoey. Yep. Just take my little guitar in there. And yep. It was actually good fun. Yeah. It was actually cool. Yeah. I was not, I don't think, or never got any good at it, but we did play on stage. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. At the the cinema there. Yeah, the cinema. I reckon yeah. I played, yeah, I played with Yoey. Yep. And the, obviously the, our music teacher, and we played, um, we played the theme song to James Bond. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> I think that's the first thing everybody learns how to play at that. Well, I think we had the same guitar teacher. Oh, right. And I think that's the first thing he teaches. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. No, nah, it was cool. It was, yeah. Look back on that now. Yeah. We were just talking about that before when we had a coffee. Well, that's weird. Like, mm. yeah, that young getting up on stage yeah. playing guitar in front of the whole crowd. That's yeah. pretty cool. Because I think, I think that night that we did that, I, did, I had no idea you, you guys would doing guitar lessons because obviously we're doing it on different nights and yes. at school I don't think we just spoke about it. I don't know no, yeah and uh, I remember I was like walked on stage and like Yoey was saying he's like what are you doing here <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> here man oh uh, no that was cool I should I would love to play guitar again yeah. or like learn yeah. again can you teach yourself like yeah you can pretty like, well yeah I, I guess I did the bad thing of I was doing guitar lessons and I knew how to read sheet music and then as time went on, I stopped reading sheet music and just started using guitar tabs. So what's the what's the difference there? See, now I'm just showing my inexperience so sh- here. sheet music is... Obviously, that's with the note, music yeah, notes and such. So yeah. that's what you should... But um, So, you know, if you don't know how to read sheet music, there's no way you can How the fuck can it. you read that? So what is it, like a completely different language almost, oh, in a sense? Yeah, I guess uh, the, you just have to learn... The, the sheet music where it's corresponding on the guitar neck or on the piano keys... Um, but with guitar tabs, it just pretty much tells you exactly where to place your finger on yeah, the fretboard. Right. So. Yeah, okay. So it's kind of just almost like a bit of a cheat sheet yeah. in a sense. Yeah. That's so interesting, man. Can you, like, so you can't read sheet music now? Like, nah, nah. Oh, you just lost your talent, man. Yeah, I know. Fuck, man. Yep. To all you kids out there listening, man, never, like, don't be like this guy over yeah, here. Right? It's come back. <laughs> nah. Um, would you ever pick up a guitar again? And, like, yeah, well, I, I, I probably should take a guitar back to Sydney with me. Mm-hmm. Um, is because even if uh, even if you're not that good at it, if you just sit at home, it's just like a nice hobby. So you're not like you know looking at the TV or looking at a screen. If you just sit down and play for an hour or so by yourself, oh, man, that'd be so cool. Mm. Just to be able to sit there, and yeah. And then at like a at a house party when there's a fire at the back, you can play <laughs> Wonderwall for everyone. <laughs> oh, I reckon there's still a, f- uh, a video on my Instagram of you just sitting in like. Uh, Northeast mum and dad's house in Lincoln and just strumming a guitar, singing a song about like Mary from fucking oh, from Jesus times. Oh, um, I don't want to. Either that. it's still there, I deleted it. Oh, I hope it's gone. <laughs> I had don't. to do. A, I had to do a bit of an audit through my social media. The other, I, I still had photos on there from like ten years ago. Well, there's some bad stuff on there. Do you know what video is still on mine? <laughs> I don't want to know. Yeah, nah, you got to delete that. I was thinking about it just before the one with the yabby. Yeah, but but Instagram. Took the sound off of it. Oh, really? Yeah. Good. Well, you can take the video down too, man. Oh. You might you'll just archive it. I'll, I'll, I'll delete it. I'll, I'm going to have to screen record that and then <laughs> yeah. delete it because I don't think I got it on my phone anymore. What about there was another one, whether it was on yours, of us like cutting down a tree at like 
That's seven in the morning. That's, that's actually that. pretty good. I don't mind that. And you're swinging the chainsaw <laughs> yeah. around. That was dangerous. That was crazy. That was good fun. Fuck, yeah. we had some pretty stupid times yeah. um, back when we were a bit younger. Growing up now, I'd like to think. Yeah, I think so. Maybe. Sometimes. Sometimes. Um, so to, yeah, just touching on music again. Yeah. So you're obviously, you're in a, in a band at yeah. one stage. Is that right? Yeah. So. Oh, what was the band's name? Out of Mind. Out of Mind. And then it got changed to City to Ash. Yep. And I don't know. I can't Where did that come from? I have no idea. I remember Emil painted like a yeah. nice. I think, that was wicked. I think Mike actually came up with City to Ash. Yeah, right. So it was me, Mike, he was the drummer, and Alex played guitar. I got shunted to bass guitar because <laughs> Alex was a much better guitarist than me. And I don't know how I got... Uh, I was still a shit singer, but I was better than both of those two, so <laughs> I had to sing as well. Uh, we played a lot of cover songs. We, we wrote... Well, Alex wrote um, a lot of music that we played. He's quite a good musician. Mm. Um, but... Yeah, we play like a lot of cover songs, you know, like Blink-182, Grinspoon, Silverchair, all that sort of, oh, Nirvana. Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, Rage Against the Machine. Yep. Yeah, all that sort of, all that sort of music. Fuck, had a good catalogue. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. How good was band practice? Yeah. On yeah. the Friday nights. Yeah, and people, people just rock up and drink beers. Yeah, it's just like myself, I'd be at every band practice, yeah. like I had no idea, but well, we'd just. Biggest fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one and only fan that we had. Yeah, I just rock up every out at North Shields in the yeah. shed, and we just like you do no band practice. We just go do dumb shit. Yeah, blow shit up. <laughs> oh man, those are the days yeah. though. They were unreal. Yeah, and then uh, but then you had uh, you played like Battle of the Bands and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, never won. That's right, man. You got up there in front of everyone. I uh, one year um, we lost uh, a heap of points because I, we played. Um, What's that Rage Against the Machine song? Killing in the name Killing, of. We played Killing in the name of, and we got told, "If you swear, you're going to lose points." And in true, I thought rock and roll fashion, <laughs> I thought, "Fuck this, and I'm going to swear." He <laughs> <laughs> just fucking absolutely belted it out too. That is actual like proper yeah. raging against the machine, like legit. That's the definition yeah, of it. Yeah. Mate, I love that. Yeah, man, that was like. That's like back in those days where like where the crowd was real awkward and yeah. too like in a country town as well, too too scared to actually like go up the front. Go up the front, stick yeah. the horns up and all yeah. that. And I remember it was just like Sam North, he loved it. He would just at the front and then I'll be like, Oh, I'll go too. Yeah. Then like ginger that and yeah. then just, like four people just like going nuts at the front. <laughs> just everyone, everyone's like twenty meters yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right or die though, man. Yeah, exactly. Fuck, I yeah. love that, man. Man, what a time. Yeah. Some great memories, obviously, like with all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, playing with, as you said, North in and our boy Mike. Yeah. Um, man, I was actually I was at a Foo Fighters or at the Foo Fighters concert on yeah. on the weekend. Yeah. And um, I got a wicked drummer. Well, obviously, sadly lost Taylor Hawkins, yeah. one of the best drummers ever. Yeah. Um, but then jo- uh, Josh Freese has like stepped in to yep. keep the show going. Fuck, he goes hard on the drums, man. Yeah. And I was just sitting there, and he was just having a couple of sort of drum solos and stuff, and I was just like. I like a couple of times I closed my eyes and I'm like, fuck. I can imagine that, like our boy Mike. Yeah. He shredded on the drums, man. Yeah. And he'd bash the fuck out of him too. Yeah, because he like, when we first started, he was shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, but he was like good in the sense, because st- when we started doing band practice, he just like changed. He's like, I need to get good. Mm. And then out of nowhere, he was just this wicked drummer. He could fucking just put his mind to something. Yeah. It'd be unreal. Remember that time? When he fucking, like, he was always a good footy player and big yeah. and strong. But then, yeah. like, one time, I think he just come to school and won the 1,500-meter sprint or run. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. And, like, we were all just like, what the fuck, yeah. man? And he'd been, like, just training think, flat out, yeah. like, running every day without telling anyone. Yeah. And because he was running on the beach, too. Yeah. And uh, Jono's dad would just say, he's been, like, every day, every morning, just yeah. goes out and just runs yeah. flat out, like, yeah. without, nothing stops him. Yeah. And, yeah, he just come to school and, like, just won the 1,500 meters. Yeah. By like a lap almost, yeah. and we're like, what the fuck? He he definitely was one of those people. If he um if he had his mind set on something, he would achieve it, and mm. like he wouldn't stop until he reached that goal. He was yeah, unbelievable. And he's like, yeah, I said his music just took off. Yeah. And his drumming was insane, yeah. and then obviously his footy as well. He was like playing A yeah. grade at like seventeen, yeah. like full back A grade, playing on some of the best like forwards. And then he was in the academy for a bit. Yeah, with Port Adelaide and yeah. like. Like what the fuck? That's out of nowhere. Yeah. It just took off, man. Yeah. Um. But yeah, obviously, we you, yourself and me experienced a pretty tough. Oh, and all of our mates. Yeah. Obviously, Mike's family experienced that pretty tough loss of losing Mike. Of losing Mike. Um. Yeah. 
yeah, fuck, that was a, like extremely tough time. And at that age, like we just weren't given the knowledge of how to deal with that, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. And I think well, no one's taught that. Yep. Um, kids still aren't. They probably need to be sort of clued up about like this is life. This was what yeah. can happen because you do. You feel invincible, eh? Hey? Yeah. Yep. Like we were doing all sorts of well, not dumb shit, but like, you just feel like oh, this will never happen to yeah. us. It'll never happen to me. Yeah, well, it's never in your mind because you're a bit carefree. Yeah. You know what I mean that in a good way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nothing can prepare you for at any stage in life. I don't think. Yeah. No, nah, that was um extremely difficult, but um yeah, happy to talk about yeah. sort of that. Yeah. With yeah, um of with us with the listeners because I feel like that's been a significant impact on my life massively yeah. and still has to this day. Um, like I still I had a counselling session when just last week actually. Yeah. Okay. Um, to talk about another incident, but it brought up memories of yeah. of that. So again, this is what been eleven years. Yeah, was it twenty thirteen? Twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Yeah. So it's been eleven years and still, wow. still getting um, like still get impacted by it on a yeah almost not necessarily daily, but like yeah, definitely every week. Um, I'm not sure if you similar or have you sort of um been able to accept it and move past. Well, I think I still think about him a lot. Hmm. Hey, and there was a long period where I like would think about him every day. He hmm. doesn't come up every day now, but um, yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, things that sort of trigger my memory to think of him, but it, all in a good way. Yeah. And, um, yeah. You, you think about all the good times you had and you appreciate that you're able to share that with each other. Mm. Um, but yeah, I guess after he passed, obviously me and Alex, we, um, you know, I think a couple of times we met up and we'd have a bit of a jam together, but it sort of, for me, killed the vibe a bit and I sort of lost interest in doing all that stuff for a while because yeah. if, it's sort of like, you know, if I'm going to do it, I just want to do it with these two boys. Mm. And uh, it's, you know, it's it was just, I don't know, didn't want to pursue it. Yep. Too. Yeah, that's that's really tough, man, because yeah. that's obviously some, like, that, that was something I was always really jealous of. Mm. Even though we're all, sat, like, best mates as, as a group, yeah. like Daniel as well, and obviously yeah. a heap of other boys and, like, Billy, like, everyone. But that was I had this jealous, so jealous of that connection that you three had like yeah. man you guys were like heroes <laughs> like to our little group you were like heroes you're playing at like all the house parties all the house parties and stuff yeah. like that playing at just wherever like you were fucking you were heroes in my eyes i looked up and i was like fuck man i just wish i wish i was in the band i was like i was doing everything i could to get in there with you boys oh, play the triangle. A couple, actually a couple times you got up and sung <laughs> did i yeah fucking don't remember that I, well I, I think you just grabbed the mic and just <laughs> fucking went for it <laughs> Especially killing the name of you. I you mean, get this guy off. No, nah, no. Nah, <laughs> save me doing it. I'm going to step back now. Oh, man. But, like, yeah, you guys had such a strong connection yeah. Um, yeah. through that. So, yeah, that was. Yeah, fuck, man. Like, to lose someone that significant, like you said, like he was someone that just could do anything yeah. if he put his mind to it. I always felt like he was the best of us. Yeah. And, yeah, you always hear that old saying, like, like. Not that I believe in God or anything, but God always takes the best. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck, that's pretty." It was pretty accurate at that point because yeah. he was literally. If he was, he would have probably gone and done the most amazing things out of yeah. all of us. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, do you, so with the music stuff, like, do you ever? Is it music that brings you back to him a lot? Do you reckon? Like listening yeah. to tunes and stuff like that. Yeah, especially all, like the music that we played together, or just you know any music from that time that we were listening to. Mm. Um, because obviously. Like, especially if I was just hanging out with Mike, there would always be like would always have music playing. Yeah. Um. So if I listen to an album or any songs from that period, yeah, it just brings brings back memories of him or maybe something we were doing or yeah. 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 Killing. Uh, killing in the name. I was one that. Yeah. Like I'll play and just thrash out in the car to yep. it, and I'll get goosebumps and. Yeah. Sometimes I've cried. Yeah. Because it just like reminds me of like being in the shed. Yeah. And you guys are just jamming out, smashing it. Um. Fuck, I just I love music in that sense that it can take you back yeah. to a moment in time. Yep. Like I have a real struggle remembering certain things, yep. like or a lot of things. Um, but I can put music on, like a song, and it will instantly take me back, and I'll know where I am. I'll know the setting I was in, the location. Yep. A lot of a lot of um, city and color does that to me because yep. I played a lot of that when yep. Mike passed away. Like it yep. just I don't know, it just felt really like mellow and yep. I don't know, I guess emotional for me. Yeah. So I'll listen to that and I'll still tear up. Yep. Hearing certain songs and it'll take me back sitting in Northeast Shed with the whole crew, like yeah. going through that. Yeah. Um. And yeah, like last night at Foo Fighters, just listened to the drummer just going hard and charging. I was, just, as I said, closed my eyes and was like, "Fuck!" Just imagining the big guy up there, yeah. just smashing it out. Um. 
whilst it's such a like, what what are some of your best memories of 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 Mike or funniest memories? Uh, Anything that's good enough for the pod or like appropriate enough uh, or inappropriate? Um, man, there's so many. Um, I remember one night, me and him we were a little bit drunk, and he just got his ears pierced, and um, he. I think he had like a stretcher in one of them or something. And um, he had another stretcher and he goes, I'm going to pierce your ear. <laughs> and um, I said, yeah, okay, I'll do it. So he, he just shoved this earring through my ear. <laughs> and then and then, like not long after that, he grabbed the stretcher out and just pushed the stretcher through my ear. So I had like, <laughs> went, it was like a five mil stretcher just straight in. And um, mum wasn't too happy because Mike gave me a massive infected ear. <laughs> Like it was, yeah, it was gross. Um, but I don't know, like, you know, during summer we'd just always be out at his place because mm. he lived right on the beach. Fuck, so, unreal spot, hey? Yeah. Um, there was, you know, so many times I'd probably go out there on a Friday and not come home till Sunday. Um, so, yeah, just, you know, we had good, I guess, uh, experiences together just doing shit like that during summer. Lots of fishing. Yeah, yep. He loved fishing. He loved fishing, but wasn't he allergic to like a certain fish or something? Was he? I'm pretty sure. Like he always had like his hands were fucked. Oh, okay. well. And I remember him saying one day, he's like, "Yeah, I'm allergic to like squid or something." Oh, that wouldn't. He wouldn't care. And no, he's just like, "No, nah, I don't get fucked." Yeah. But like his hands, like it would swell up or something. He's yeah. Like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, fair oh, enough, man. Just go knew. fishing off the North Shields jetty. Yeah. Like he loved it. Yeah, I never knew that. Yeah. Um. Fuck. I remember this one time. I can't remember whose like party we went to. Like one out towards Wangari or something like that. Mm. We were in his big um in the Mav. Oh yeah, yeah. We're driving back to town. He was driving us back in. I was like, "Oh, Mike, you got the big ball. Like, drive through like the white markers on the side of the road." <laughs> he's like, "That's a wicked idea." So we're all in the fucking map. There's like heaps of us in there, and he's just like, come off the road and just like driving through all the white poles. And he's like, "Oh, this is classic." And then one just like smashed his like spotlight. <laughs> and he got into so much shit. <laughs> Jono fucking killed He was like You're a piece of shit I, uh, I remember I can't remember Where we were uh, We might have been out Somewhere Like near Port Neal Because we were Scott So we might have been In his shack <laughs> I remember like We um we were in the Maverick And Mike was driving And Mike We were in like Some paddock And Mike's just like Tearing it up <laughs> And then he chucked it In reverse And he's like Going backwards And we just Fucking slammed Like reverse Into this tree <laughs> And it hit the spare tire on the back of the car, but it like pushed the back panel in. And, <laughs> and he's like, oh, fuck. Hopefully, dad doesn't see that. Like, the tire covers it. Oh, whoops. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, man. He was the absolute man. I loved hanging yeah. out with him. Yep. He'd always used to do, he'd always, yeah, always used to just do like, or break a leg or something, or yep. break an arm, like, like party. I don't know. Just, I don't know how he did it. I, I remember one year before the like he just started as a flight. So we were still in school when he started his apprenticeship. Yep. And we were playing Battle of Bands one year and uh on like so that would have been like a Friday or Saturday night, I guess. And a couple of days before at work he fell off the roof or something and broke his wrist. And we're like, Dude, are you serious? <laughs> and uh luckily one of our mates, Nick Gobin, he filled in and played drums. He was a pretty good drummer and I think he just learnt everything and a couple of days. <laughs> oh, he was always just like, yeah, big klutz, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like I said, real tough time, but like what are some lessons from that time in our lives that, you know, that you've learned, I guess, because, yeah, we always learn from the yeah. toughest situations, I guess. I guess um, it sounds a bit harsh, but uh, when you're in that situation, don't think that you're a victim or you're the only one going through it or you're the only one that's ever felt like this has affected your life because it's happened to so many people. Um, and, yeah, you just you can't, uh, you can't feel like a victim and think, oh, why me, why me? Mm. Um, you just got to try and stay positive as hard as it is. Mm. Keep moving forward. And I think because for a long time, um, especially because of... There was, you know, his funeral was like nearly two weeks later. So um, in that period, I, I was having that feeling and I just sort of um, had a bit of a wake-up call one day and thought, you know, you're not like, you got to stay here and look after your friends mm. because they're trying to look after you as well. Mm. So, yeah, you just got to not get in that mindset as hard as it is. Yeah, it's, it is tough because, um, yeah, you do feel like, 
you're in the little bubble and you're yeah. the only one experiencing it. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's it's good advice because you do you kind of yeah, I don't know. You got to you do unfortunately you do have to kind of power through. Yeah. Um, but then again, I guess if I had my time again, I'd probably go and get help earlier. Yeah. Um, because I just let it fester for so long. Yeah. And then literally, I got professional help. Would have been seven years later. Yeah. And literally within the first few questions, I was like, oh. I've literally changed my mindset about yeah. the whole situation. It's pretty crazy. So, um, Dad actually, uh, it might have been before the it was before the funeral happened. Um, like Alex and his dad showed up at our house. I didn't know what for, and they they come in and Dad goes, "All right, boys, just sit down here. Me and Ray, we're going to go outside, and someone's going to come in and have a chat with you." Mm. And um, he. He's a do- he was a doctor and he um, like studied the human brain and all that sort of stuff. And he comes in, he sits down and he goes, all right, boys, I know what's happened. I know the situation. Um, I'm going to sit here and talk for probably about 30 minutes. Mm. If you've got any questions afterwards, you can ask me. Um, if not, I'll just leave. And he, it was the best thing ever. He pretty much just spoke about all the emotions that we've either felt, we're feeling right now and we're going to feel. And it was, at that point in time, everything that I'd felt and I was feeling was like to an exact timeline. And um, and it was just, uh, I, don't, I don't know, refreshing to hear. And it wasn't like I had to sit there and open up all my feelings because mm. I probably wasn't in the mood to do that at that point. Um, but just to hear him talk and say, this is how, this is how you felt, this is how you're feeling, this is how you're going to feel. Um, and then he just got up and walked out, and it was so nice. Yep. So, yeah, that was good. Mm. Yeah, it's those – there's always the thing of, like, you know, talk to your mates, lean on your mates, yeah. which is absolutely fantastic. More people should do it. Yeah. But then also just be mindful that family and loved ones, your mates, don't always have the right questions yeah. to ask you. Yeah. To be able to get you to think about yeah. what's going on in your yeah. in your world or your brain. So it's always worth going and speaking to a professional, yeah. um, whether it's a counsellor, psychologist, whatever, because they can help you unlock things and understand things. Yeah. Um, whereas family and friends are really keen to just help yeah. you and make you feel better. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah. Yeah, 100% recommend it speaking. As you said, it's helped you massively in that yeah. in that time. And yeah, since, well, the years for me, like it's certainly helped me and I'm still getting help for it. Um, so massive piece of advice for everyone out there. Who unfortunately may, you know, it's unfortunate, but most people will go through that situation. Yeah. Like you said, it doesn't just happen to you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's quite quite sad, but it's, yeah. it's life, man. It's unavoidable. Yeah. People unfortunately pass away sometimes in tragic circumstances like, yeah. like what we experienced. Um, so that was obviously, you know, when you did you ever sort of think about, oh, I want to get out of Lincoln um, after, those, after those sort of moments, or you obviously hung around for a little bit, but was that any sort of. Uh, motivation for you trying to you know to experience something new in life get out of Lincoln to get away from what sort of the past I guess or um well I guess um when I did leave Lincoln I left Lincoln in 2016 yep and moved straight over to Sydney mm. um but I finished my apprenticeship in Cookabar Homes and everything shut down yep um <clears throat> so I just wanted something new wanted to try the big city yeah and um I mean Sydney still is crazy in the building game but um Back then, it was just mental when I got there. Yep. And I got a job straight away. Yeah. And, um, and I couldn't have found a better job or a better company to work for. Mm-hmm. That was just... Uh, so, that was... Uh, his, that company... He, so, the builder, he retired in 2020. So, I was from 2016 to uh, mid-2020. So, that was... For me to move to a city and not know that many people and go work for this little building company that was, you know, just great. It just made everything so much easier. Yep. Yeah, because I can imagine moving to, like I moved from Lincoln to Adelaide, but yeah. it's not, like it's not, it's a huge move, yeah. 100%, but it's still only, not to the same state obviously, yeah. but moving to a completely different state that's like so far away from yeah. everyone. Yeah. Um, like would have been hugely challenging, but you yeah. also work obviously was massive for you. Yep. Just getting you straight into a routine structure around yep. people. Yep. Because I can feel that a lot of people would move and they can't find anything, and then they have that yeah. pull of it. Now I just want to get out. I got to yeah. go home. Yeah. Um. So just you want to go to Sydney? Just yeah. Yeah. Experience like. Man. Well, I thought because <clears throat> I'd been there a few times and I actually I loved the city. Yep. And I thought, well, if it doesn't work out, I'll just move to Adelaide. Yep. Had that something like to sort of fall back on. Yeah. Um. 
what do you reckon, like, biggest, best thing you've ever done? Like, moving there to Sydney instead of Adelaide? Like, and just going, like, throwing, going all in? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. I reckon, like, I love going there. Like, I've been there, what, a couple of times yeah. now and caught up with you? Like, yeah. just walking through, like, like your area. Yeah. Like, coffee, like, cafes, like, yeah. not, like, beautiful, like, yeah. like, it looks so nice. Yeah. Um, bookshops and stuff like that and just walk up, go have a beer, like, yeah. such a cool little vibe. Yeah. And then, like, well, you probably don't really care, but like got the Sydney Heart Bridge. Yeah, <laughs> it's just such a cool like. Yeah, it's just a, like a postcard. Yeah, like yep. it's unreal. Yeah, and it's just crazy to think someone like you live there and like it's just it's awesome. It's a great area to live in. Yeah, it's such a such like an awesome vibe. Yep. Um, what has been the sort of best like things about living there for you? Um, probably just uh, coming from Port Lincoln and throwing yourself living pretty much in the middle of the city. Mm. Um, it's just a whole different lifestyle. Yeah. Um, just always something to do. I've got a good, good group of friends there now. Yep. They're all quite close. Um, it's just always something con, something to do. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess um, I like being able just to walk out my front door and have everything there. Yeah. Yep. Everything and within walking distance. I don't have to get in the car and drive. Yeah. That's like, I don't drive my car on the weekends. Yeah. Because you don't, like, it's, it's so easy to get around. Yeah. Like, you turn, just jump on the, like, public transport is yeah. actually nice. Yeah. <laughs> Not like Adelaide. It, run, it runs like every two minutes. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, when I went to your um, house when we went over there for the Chili Peppers concert, yeah. and like, you literally just walk out the door, you got a pub, yep. you got like a cafe, you got a bookshop, like, you got everything's nice. Yeah. Like, it's beautiful. You got a market just up the road on a, yeah. I think I was on a Saturday morning, I yeah, reckon it was. Yeah. Yep. Um, the King's Cross markets, and then just jumped on a train and went out to like Bondi Junction, and yep. like within like you know, what? How long was that? Oh, it takes it ten minutes. Yeah, like so within like ten minutes, like checking out Bondi, like yeah, um, which is obviously a pretty touristy thing to do. You probably don't go to it all the time, but like that's how easy it is. Like yeah. it's so it's fucking awesome. Yeah, such a wicked lifestyle, so chill. And then, yep. um, I think what else would I? Well, one other thing that's great is like you get your like. Uh, what do you say? Like anonymity, anonymity, like where you're anonymous, sort of thing. Like you, like yeah. you could just walk. Like I love being able to just walk down the street yeah. in Adelaide or the Coles yeah. and not bump into someone and have yeah. to like have a conversation. Yeah. That sounds really rude, but yeah. like, like I'm very. I just love to just cruise yeah. and just get things done and yeah. like not have to. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just catch up with every single person you yeah. bump into. Like yeah. just and go sit and have a nice quiet coffee. Yeah. Just relax. Because I feel like if I was. Living back in Lincoln, I just went to the pub by myself for a few beers. People were like, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> like in Sydney, I do that all the time. I'll just wander up, grab a beer and go home. Like I like doing that. Such a good feeling, hey? Yeah. Like such a good feeling. Because like. you sit there, you people watch, especially oh. especially people watching in King's Cross. You see everything. <laughs> <laughs> see some real characters? Yeah, yeah. Fuck, man, I love people watching. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Like when I go to like a, either if Chrissy and I go for a coffee or – um, go for lunch or breakfast or whatever. Yeah, she'll always like offer me the seat, the best like seat Looking for down. like prime people yep. watching. Yeah, like fuck, I, I love it, man. Um, would you ever sort of think about moving back to SA? Maybe like when I'm tired and worn out. Yep, and just want to relax. Yeah, yeah, no plans on moving anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, fair enough, man. Yeah, fair enough. What do you love when you do come home to like SA? Uh, mum's cooking. <laughs> started oh and their fridge and pantry are packed <laughs> i go nuts on that and the other day dad was like what did he say he's like oh god we, we lose a lot of food when you come over <laughs> just, i just eat all their food no, eh? grocery bill's gone up yeah but yeah obviously, obviously get to see family get mm. to see friends and it's just really really relaxing when i come back here mm. like the other day i just hopped in the car and drove down to grange and walk down to Henley Square and grab the coffee and yep. just like being nice and close to the beach and just chilling out, going for a walk, mm. not looking at my phone as much. Um, I'm not knowing what's going on with work because that's all back in Sydney. So yep, yeah, mate, I love that. And then with your work, mate, what's the plans there? So you're still on the tools at the moment? Yeah, I'm still on the tools a bit. Yep. Um, I well, I started this job about six months ago. Yep. So and loving it. Yeah, I love it. It's pretty different to what I'm used to doing. So mm-hmm. don't build houses anymore. I um, work for a pretty big company and we got government contracts and so I'm in defence. So it's mainly maintenance on Navy bases. Wow. So that's pretty cool. That is fucking really cool. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That is so – that is wicked. Yeah. So like pretty 
high, uh, what do you call that? High um, security. High security. Yeah. You have to like full. I, I've had, I had to do two police checks, which were like, well, one was a police check and the other one was like this, the main security thing in Australia. I forget what they're called, but that was so intense. That was just had to give like every like shred of information, even down like social media handles, everything. Oh yeah, yeah. So I deleted all my social media. <laughs> I was gonna say they find that yabby video on there. Yeah, like, who's, your, who's your mate? I brought, <laughs> I, brought, I brought. I've only got. But w- the good thing about that was um, deleting all the social media back then. I got Instagram back, but I didn't bring anything else back. Yep. So that so, was good. Fuck. So yeah, no, you're obviously yeah, no Facebook, no Snapchat or anything yeah. like that, man. But um, yeah, this job, it's I really enjoy it because. I'm on the tools a bit, but also as well, I do like a lot of quotes and yeah, scope works. And so you're sort of learning that other side of the yeah. business and <clears throat> that'll be the, the goal, obviously, just pl- sort of hopefully will progress yeah. and then yeah. move into that sort of space. More, like of that. A, more of a management role. Yep. Yeah. Man, that'd be the dream, hey? Yep. Just cruise, mate. Well, you've earned it. Fucking 10 years on the tools, mate. Yeah. Swinging a hammer. Yeah. As they say, as they say in the business, mate. <laughs> I'd know all about that. <laughs> How many times have you been on a building site? <laughs> No, actually, like a few times, man. Yeah. Like one, two, three, yeah, something like that. A few times, man. Perfect. I got my white card. <laughs> <laughs> I can go on any building site yeah, I want. You can. I'm qualified, mate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, mate, coming towards the end of the pod, man. Yep. Really appreciate your time. Just before, obviously, we get into the lighter, lighter sort of stuff. Yep. A few questions and whatnot. Um, anything else you just like to say before we do start to wrap things up? Um, no, I'd just like to say thank you for having me on. No. Thank you for coming down, mate. I was a little bit nervous. Yeah, you were. You were a bit I, t- yeah. probably gonna, I was like, he's probably just going to throw something at me. Nah, man, that's not what it's or, about. Or, or, or I'd slip up and get the show cancelled. Uh, nah, mate, well, thank you for like, yeah, giving up some of your time. I'm sure you'd rather be relaxing on the couch at home with the family, but I really appreciate you, you making the effort to come on, mate. So thank good, you. Mate. Thank you for having me. Well, we'll get into the lighter stuff, mate. Yeah, let's go for it. I haven't really got too many questions to be honest with you because this always blows out to like fucking another 30 minutes. I'll keep it short and sweet. Well, that's right. I've, I've taken a few questions out. Okay. Maybe I'll throw a random one in there. All right, do that. Um, but, mate, first and foremost, I love this question. What's your coffee order? Well, you should remember. Yeah, well, I remember it, but the listeners don't. It's just a latte. Just a latte. A yeah. large one too. Or, or an iced latte. That fucking that latte you had before was huge. Yeah, it was like a bowl. But if I go to a cafe, which I think, or somewhere, I don't think the coffee's gonna be that good. I just get a flat white because they're not trying to, you know, get the froth for the latte and everything. All right. So you say you, you know the coffee's not. How do you tell when you look at a cafe if it's not gonna be any good or not? Sometimes you know when they just look, it just looks unorganized. Yep. Or if you hear the barista burning the shit. Out of the <laughs> Oh man, and you can just like just the vibe. Like yeah. you can get a scent. You can walk in yeah. and you feel the energy of the place. Yeah. I usually look at. I usually look at the coffee machine and like yeah. if it's clean. Yeah. If the steam one is like all caked with like old milk and stuff yeah. like that. Or um, if I'm like work, like working and driving between different bases and I just I, I want a coffee mm. and there's just some random shop there. I don't want to take my chances. Yeah, so no. I just get the flat white. It's just yeah. easier. <laughs> Very smart man. Another great question for you, mate. Is water wet? Water makes things wet. And water is wet. Water is wet. So water itself is wet? Water is wet. Are you sure though? Is that water sitting there in that glass, is the water wet? Or is the glass that it's in is wet? Well, the glass that it's in is wet. Yeah, okay. On the inside, but not on the outside. So is the water... Yeah, okay. Interesting. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just asking you. It's not saying I'm right. (laughs) No, no. There's there's no right or wrong here, mate. But it's a bit of an unusual response. Oh, whatever. (laughs) Nah. Um... What is your favourite movie of all time? Uh, I reckon it's... A, I love Quentin Tarantino. Yeah? I love his movies. It would be a toss-up between Pulp Fiction and Jackie Brown. Oh, man. Pulp Fiction is unreal. And yeah. Jackie Brown, I reckon, is underrated massively. I love that movie. That's a good movie. Like, I just love the fashion. I love all, like, the, the decor, like, back in that era. Yeah. And just all, all the old cars and everything. I just think it looks sick. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely bang on there, man. There was a, I was watching a TikTok the other day where I was like, guess the movie. Yep. Um, where they just show one scene. Yep. And it was literally just like the scene of like the bag of money and like the shopping bag oh, on yeah. the ground. I'm yeah, like, yeah. it's fucking Jackie Brown. Yep. And then I'm like, and then it clicked in my head. I'm like, how the fuck did I get that? I've not watched that for years. Yeah. Didn't you used to have like a DVD collection, I reckon? Of yeah, like, Holly bought me a Quentin Tarantino like box set. So unreal. I had the Kill, Kill Bills in it, uh, Reservoir Dogs. Um... And one of the other ones, um, I can't remember. I can't remember, right? Eh? Yeah. Anyway, obviously one of my least favorite ones. Yeah, yeah. No, here's that. Yeah, but 
I remember we used to just hang out and watch yeah. that every now and then, just on repeat. Yeah. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson going wild. <laughs> Bro, I love Samuel L. Jackson, motherfucker. Um, fuck. Oh, man, how far can you throw a frisbee? I can't, I'm a shit throw, so 20 metres. Fuck, that's not bad. It's actually not too bad. Should go get a frisbee and test yeah, it out. We'll go to Kmart and grab one. Yep. Uh, something that's on your bucket list? Um... Shit, I don't know. Oh, probably skydiving. Oh, yeah? yeah. That's no, fucking I've, crazy. I've done bungee jumping. Have you really? Yeah, in New Zealand. Oh, right. Yeah. That's cr- that's insane. Yeah. Why do you want to do that? Because I'm psycho. Yeah, you're mad. You're <laughs> hectic, eh? Bro, you would jump out of a plane. Yeah, 100%. Really? Yeah, I want to I wanna feel like, like near to death. <laughs> <laughs> like me, I could die. <laughs> get me as close to death as possible, man. I want to do it. That's insane. <laughs> Bro, I don't reckon there's an amount of money you could pay me to do it. Or what if I gave you a thousand bucks and said, "Nah, not a thousand bucks, man." It would have to be more. I reckon. A bit what more. would What would your price be? Fuck. I'd say I'd say maybe five grand. Fuck, I'm not giving you that. Yeah, much. Well, I know you're not gonna. That's why I'm not gonna do it. But if you whipped out five grand, I mean, I'd do. I'd probably, there's a few things I'd do. Five yeah, grand. I reckon there would be. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your favorite type of wild animal? Fucking, I'm so scared of them, but probably a shark. Yeah? Yeah. It's your favourite. Yeah, probably. They're pretty cool, eh? Yeah. Until they fucking bite yeah. your head off. Yeah. Fuck. Have you ever done shark cage diving? Nah, never. Would you do that? Yes. Yep. Yeah. But I have been on boats and we chummed up the waters with <laughs> some big white, great whites rocked up, eh? They, <laughs> they were huge. I don't think you're technically allowed to say that. <laughs> Well, no, we were on a tuna boat and all the blood was just going off the edge anyway. Yeah, there's so some we didn't purposely chum up the waters, <laughs> is what I'm saying. But, bro, there is some mother... They, they were big. They were, one rocked up and I was like, fuck, that's big. And the boys were like, nah, wait. <laughs> and this other one showed up. It was like twice the size. It looked like a small bus underwater. Oh, all right. So you're a big music lover. Yep. Massive music fan, yep. as we've touched on. What would be your favourite album of all time? Can't answer that question, but... Um, you have to, man. <sighs> Gotta give me something. Gotta give the listeners something, man. Um, nah, it's completely um subjective to like. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, actually, you know the album by Amity Affliction, Young Bloods, because uh, takes me back to a time, especially with Mike. Yep. So that's definitely one that's high up there for me. Yeah, right. Yeah, oh, it's a beautiful response. I love that. Yeah. That's again that touched on again the music how I can yeah take you back to a certain point in time yep. and such. I reckon, uh, mate, that's a fantastic response. I love that. Um, well, then I want to ask. Then this is another great one. Yep. So you've got a meeting, right? Yep. It's at twelve o'clock. Yep. But I send you a message and say, "Hey, mate, can we bring this meeting forward an hour? Yep. What time is the meeting now at?" Eleven. Yeah. Bring it Does it bring it forward or was it? I meant to ask, let's move this well, forward. Well, I, I would rock up at 11 All expecting right. it to be at 11. Yeah. Not well, rocking up at 1. Yeah. So, yeah. one Because one, you'd say, can we take this back to 1 o'clock? Yeah, push it back or yeah, move it. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm the sense. If yeah. you want to push it forward, like yeah. if you want it to be later, you're going to say, can we push it forward, yeah. push it back or push it forward? See, now I'm confusing myself with yeah, my own yeah. question, eh? Yeah. But I'm a, hey, let's do it earlier yeah. sort of thing. It'll yeah, be at 11 yeah. o'clock. Yeah. It's an interesting one. Yeah. Oh. I've heard some people say the opposite of what I just... And I'm like, no, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to ask another one quickly, yep. um, which is similar. If you've got a checklist and you're like, of things to do, when you complete an item on that, are you like ticking it or are you crossing it? Um, I think I'd probably prefer to put a tick next to it. Why? Looks neater. Fair like enough. Doing big crosses, I save the ink in the pen. Oh, mate, he's efficient. Looks after his things. I like that, mate. Love it. Beautiful. Well, mate, last question for the pod. Yep. What is one piece of advice that you wish that you could give to your younger self? Um, probably don't be too scared to jump on opportunities that you think aren't going to work or you're not sure about. Just do it. Mate, unreal. Yeah. Love that. There's a saying that I, I don't know who's, who was some famous, I think he was an old, um, I think it was one of the old American presidents. He's uh, been quoted saying, lost time is never found again. And I love that. Beautiful, man. Mm. Fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic, mate. Really appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's a great saying. I absolutely agree with that. Just mm. jump on every opportunity that comes your way. Don't regret it. 
Like, don't get too older and think, look back and go, fuck, yeah. should have given that a go. Yeah. Mate, awesome, man. Really appreciate you joining me on the pod. No worries, Dab mate. me up, brother. Thank you so much. Don't spill any of that water. Oh, my God. Oh, good connection on that. Good eye contact, too. Really love it. Well, man, I'm just going to wrap Sorry. this one up. You a bit hot? Oh, you can take your shirt off if you want, man. Oh, okay. Is that weird? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, man. Well, guys, thank you all so much for listening to the delayed guest episode with my great mate, Sammy Pedler. Um, mate, as I said, really grateful for his time. Flew all this way just to be on the pod. <clears throat> um, no, he actually came here for a wedding, as he said. But, uh, yeah, last thing you probably want to do is sit down and record a, record a random podcast with your mate. But he's given up his time for us. I'm really grateful for that. Sorry for stuffing him around with the sort of delays I had last week. But, again, wanted to apologise to all you listeners for fucking that up as well. But I'll be back on track uh, with the next guest episode. I've already got that scheduled to record that this week, so won't be any more stuff-ups there, guys. But thank you all for listening. Um, as always, give us a follow on Instagram. If you're enjoying the show, make sure you give it a rating. But more importantly, share it with your fan- like f- friends and loved ones. Just really hoping to spark as many meaningful conversations as possible and get everyone chatting to each other and helping each other out. And if you ever need a chat, as I've always said, feel free to reach out and slide into my DMs or email the show and always keen for a chat and help each help each other out. But thanks again, guys. Enjoy your Monday. Enjoy your week with whatever you're doing and just remember to look after one another. Cheers.